We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the DFS pregame show here on Roto Grinders. I'm Jordan Cooper, aka Blender Ed, Blender HD. You're going to follow me on Twitter. And it's Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. It's Tuesday, August 1st, the dog days of summer, right? We still got baseball going on. We got NFL coming up soon. We got uh, and another MMA card, obviously, uh, this weekend. Soccer's coming back. Tons of stuff going on. We're finalizing. The, uh, the NFL content schedule here at Roto-Grinders uh, shortly. You should be figuring, you should be getting, finding that out within the next week or two. So that's exciting. Good morning, everyone in the chat. Wataz, early bird, Suki Singh, dead. Where's the, Wataz is in charge of Suki Singh. Where is Suki Singh? Is he on vacation? Who knows? But, uh, but Doug Montgomery's here. Good morning. Give me those thummy thumbs. Thummy thumbs, you know how much I love the thummy thumbs in the morning. Hit the subscribe button if you're new here. Hit the notification bell to know when we go live. Obviously, I'm here discussing DFS strategy, pick them strategy, pick them, sports betting, anything, anything. I mean, I, I'm not sure if this is even going to be like the DFS pregame show going forward uh, starting next month. It'll be a, a, co- a combination of everything. But if you've got questions, I got answers. So submit them. Just you can either show up the YouTube chat. You can obviously uh, uh, chat anything you want, ask anything you want, but email any questions. Questions at theoryofdfs.com, and I cover them on the air. Right? Sometimes I wait for the things to get bunched up or whatever. So I mean, if you're not here every day, I will always reply back to you. It's like, oh, I covered this on the show, and reply back because because I have a, I have a question from from a week ago that I want to talk about today. And that comes from uh, Travis Selby, and uh, Tra- Travis apparently is uh, is uh, playing prize picks. He played prize picks, and he's using the back projections. That's what it, that's what it seems like. And uh, apparently, he's go- he's going by by the bad projections that you can get through Roto Grinders. Uh, there's also a display on EV Analytics 
that will will show all of the 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 prize picks, the underdog, that type of stuff, in, in, a, in a in a nice little table, and it, and it gives these little these little expected value little little divots here. There's little plus signs or anything like that, uh, and he has been just seemingly blindly using them, just like oh, if it's five, that means I should pick it, type of thing, and probably not a good idea. Pro- probably not a good idea, right? And that's why he's asking. He's like, I've been doing that and. Not as much success as I would hope. And he's talking about, I was wondering, we can discuss an approximate distribution needed for pitch count, pitching outs, and pitcher strikeouts, since pitchers tend to be more normally distributed when compared to hitters. I know there's no definitive answer to how far the market needs to be off. Well, there, I mean, there is. It's just hard to compute it. Uh, so basically, basically how, to, how to look at these things. And this, this, is, this is probably the biggest mistake or the biggest concept conceptually not understanding uh, two things. One, the differences between mean and median and the differences in distributions of a stat. Okay, because every stat on average, I mean, it would be great to be able to, to plot the distribution of a single player, right, using back data. You, you can. They're, they're going to be slightly different from each other. But on average... Just for the average player, you just take like all the strikeouts, all the pitching outs, all the whatever. What is what is an average uh pitcher's distribution look like? Because that's gonna really determine like how far away the median is from the mean. So why why does it matter? Uh median median difference. We're used to if we're playing DFS, for instance, right? I'm going to bring up my sketch pad, by the way. You know how much I love making these little drawings. But I'll, I'm going to do that in a second. But median and mean are different. Okay? Me, mean is the average. You think of the average, right? So there's, you know, all these results, you add them all up, and then you divide them by the number of results. That's the average result. So if you go, like, 0, 1, 2, th- you know, 1, 2, 3, right? The, the, the average is going to be 2, right? Easy, right? Median is just the middle result. Half of the results in the set are below it, and half are above it, okay? Now, in a normal distribution, where everything is a bell curve, the mean and the median are equal, okay? The average is right in the middle, but there's 50% of the results are this way and 50% of the results are that way. Now, in DFS... We typically use means. I I interchange them because most DFS projections are more normally distributed. So I just use them kind of side by side, right? The the middle number. But there's a very big difference between DFS and, 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 and prop betting or prize picks or underdog, okay? The lines that you see on prize picks and underdog are median numbers. They're medians. You are wa- you're wagering. You are you're picking based on a median. Why? What's the, what is the difference? It's like, well, aren't we doing that in DFS? No, we're not doing that in DFS. DFS, the score matters, right? You pick a pitcher. Let's just say, let's say you pick. We, we pick anyone today. Miles Mikolas. Who knows? I'm just coming up with something out of my ass. All right, let's say is 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 over under on the on the 
prize picks is four and a half. Let's just say. Okay. Four and a half today. But he's like, what? 7K on DraftKings. I don't know what his price is today. I'm not sure. Now, in on DraftKings, when you're playing DraftKings and FanDuel, you're playing DFS. Let's say he gets five strikeouts. Okay, that's that's nice. But what happens if he gets 10 strikeouts? If he gets 10, if you roster him for 7K and he got 10 strikeouts, you're 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 happy as a pig and shit. Right? Me, Miles Miklos is sitting there with 28, 30 fantasy points, 32 fantasy points, something. Gets the win, you know, gives up only two hits, no earned runs, 10 strikeouts, seven innings pitched. 30, 32 points. You're you're busy. You you like that. If he gets 10 strikeouts, if you have him over four and a half on, on prize picks, you don't get anything extra. There's no extra. There's, oh, do I get dub do I get double value for for doubling the prize pick? If I go on prize picks right now, am I gonna go to Miles Mikolas? Right? Is there anything here that says uh, you know, pitcher strikeouts, four and a half? Is there anything here that says that I get more? Do I get more? Let's say he gets eight. Do I get more money? No, you don't. So you don't care about the average. You care about the median, right? If if Miles Miklas only gets it gets one strikeout, well, you lose you lose here in DFS. Maybe one strikeout, seven innings pitched, no run runs. Maybe he ends up with twelve fantasy points, fourteen fantasy points, something like that. That may be fine. The extent in which you win, win the pick doesn't matter on price picks, but it does in DFS. And that's why we use the means. We know for batters, right? Batters, that there's going to be a lot of zeros, a lot of threes, a lot of fives, right? A single, a run, a couple of strikeouts, a walk, two points. There are going to be a lot of zeros, twos, threes, fives, sixes, one. There's going to be a lot of those. You're, you, you'd love 28 out of a hitter. So that's why you care about the mean, right? You care about the average in DFS. If you want to capture, how often am I going to get 14, 18, 22? But let's say you had over under on prize picks for fantasy score. Let's go ahead or hit her fantasy score. Bryce Harper, six and a half. Right? If he scores 28 fantasy points, do you get anything more? No. All you care about is how, how many results are past six and a half and how many results are below six and a half. That's all you care about on prize picks. DFS, you don't. Which is why the mean, the mean and the median for hitters for fantasy score are much different from each other. If we drew it out, like for hitters, like if we just drew this little graph, right? And this is zero fantasy points. And let's say this is this is. Let let let's just do it on the. Uh, let's see. Let's do, do do some twos, some threes, some fives. Some sixes, some sevens, some nines, some tens, right? Some twelves, right? We're just going to plot it out, right? You got fifteens, 
18s. Let's just put it there. Okay. So this is a hit. This is a hitter's distribution. Okay. How many zeros are there going to be in a hero's distribution? A lot, right? This is the distribution. How many, how many, how many outcomes there are? So on the zero side, there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a ton. Actually, it's pre- zero may even be the mode of a lot of hitters distributions, right? The most amount of zeros. How many twos and threes and fives? There's going to be a lot of those, right? A lot of twos, a lot of threes, right? A lot of fours and fives, right? Not as many, but something down here, right? Some sixes, right? We get to like, we get to sevens over here. Right, then how many, how many nines there? How many tens? How many twelves or elevens? How many fifteens? How many eighteens? Right? Like these count for a lot more. There's less of these outcomes, but they're worth way more. So what is this, what is this like distribution going to look like? I mean, I'm just drawing it. I mean, whatever. It's not perfect. Okay. And you're going to get plenty past here also. You're going to get the, you know, here's 30 down here. Okay. So this is what a hitter's distribution is more likely to look like. It doesn't look like a normal distribution. Okay. So six and a half, like the mean of Bryce Harper maybe is here at six and a half. Right. That may be, this, this line may be the mean, meaning the average. But how many results are above and below the median? Well, there's a lot more. There's a lot more under here. Right? So, well, no, six and a half is the line. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me, let me take it out. Okay. Now, the mean, Bryce Harper's mean may be like nine. Like if we go to the projection, maybe ends up 8.8, 9. Yeah, this is this is the mean. Right. I'm sorry. The number is on six and a half. Right. So this is what the mean, this is what the mean, which I can't even draw. Mean, whatever. Whatever. We're going with it. This is what this is a little of my a little of my graphs. Right. But the median is much more likely to be here. Because look, look how much space. Is look how many outcomes are in this space. So the mean, the median, may actually be here. Median, and I can't. I can't. I'm gonna do it with my my. I can do it with the text thing, but whatever. So there's a big gap between the median and the mean. So like, if you just used mean projections. And when on prize picks, you'd be playing all these over. You'd be go like, wow. Well, you know how far off? You know how far off this is, right? You take a look and you go, okay, uh, uh, Wander Franco will be projected for like 9.8. And you'd be like, well, he only has 7.5 here over. Like, no, his median may, may be around 7.5. You don't get anything extra for him putting up 27 points. So you don't care about the mean. You care about the median. And based on how hitters score st- stats, this is what the distribution will look like. So think in those terms. 
Do you have to plot out all the district? No, no. I'm not saying you do. I'm trying to make it simple for you of how to conceptualize this. Think of the statistical category and how it is distributed. Fantasy points for, for hitters looks like this. Fantasy, typically most hitter scoring, most hitter props do look like this. Because baseball, you get a lot of zeros in baseball, right? Hits. Over a half a hit. And you'll look at the projection and be like, oh, it's point, the mean is 0.72. You go, oh, I'm going to bet the over. It's like, well, that mean also includes when he has two hits and three hits and four hits and five hits. So you can't go by the mean. You have to go by the median. The median is going to be much lower than that. The median, uh, if his projection mean projection is 0.72, his median may only be 0.52. And you're looking at over over and under half a half a hit at minus 115, you're, you're done. You you, you you ain't getting value there. There's no value. It's 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 negative edge. Because you're misinterpreting median and mean for that statistical category. So pretty much all hit, pretty much all hitter, as far as I can tell, all hitter props are going to be distributed like this. Which means if you use DFS or fantasy projections, mean projections for hitters, like you need to have an exceptionally more larger gap. If you're not going to convert mean to median using a Poisson distribution of some type, as long as you have the, you need the distribution in order order to compute that. You need the standard deviation. You need the range. If you're not going to do that, you just need a you need a wide you need a wider gap, right? Bryce Harper that has a nine point projection and you see him price picks he's six and a half. That may not be enough, but if if Bryce Harper was ten, ten point two, and his and his and it was six and a half, that may that may be enough. That may be. Then now his meeting may be past six and a half. And, okay. And then it has to be past six and a half and up to overcome anywhere from minus 122 to minus 137 odds. And this is one of the main reasons why, dude, you don't see, I don't, I don't, I don't do much hitter, hitter props on prize picks and underdog. The projections are never that far off to, that to be past the median and as well as be past the median by at least 5%, right? Because you need like a 55% win rate at minus like 121, 50, almost 58% at minus 137. It's like you, 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 know, you pretty much don't get these. They would need to put up an error or something like that for you to get them. The only time it could be viable is if you're using like some type of correlation, it's close and you have multiple hitters that are off on the same team, then, then there, there may be some value there. But as JWH says, I don't think I've selected a single over on hitter fantasy score props this year. Right, because the medians that they post on the sites are are pretty good. And if they're off, they're not off enough to overcome a minus 122. And that's if you choose five of them. Right, because remember, in order to get minus 122, you need a five-pick flex. Minus 137 for, for the you know two picks or anything. So this is this is the problem with hit, especially with hitters. It's almost all going to look like this. 
Now we have another problem with pitchers. Okay. The reason why we do strikeout props a lot is because strikeouts are much more normally distributed. Okay. By the nature of what the statistic is. So let me, let me, can we, can we get a new document? I don't know. I don't even know why I'm saving, saving these, but you never know. Okay. So let's go down. Let's get this distribution. Okay. Now for strikeouts, Strikeouts, think in terms of a, a typical starting pitcher. How, how, how many zeros? Zero strikeouts does a starting pitcher typically get? Not many, right? It's very, it's quite rare. One. I'm talking about an average one. I'm not talking about Spencer Strider versus versus uh, Zach Greinke. I'm just talking about average. You think the average amount of strikeouts a, a, a starting pitcher gets in a game is what? Five? Five-ish? That would be somewhere around average. How many zeros are there? Not many. How many ones are there? Not many, but a little bit more. Two is a little bit more than that. Three is a little bit more than that. Four is a little bit more than that. You're going you're gonna to get, get it much more normally distributed. Yeah, when you get up to like 12 and 13, that's the Spencer Striders. <coughs> Right, Tyler Glass now is up here, you know, something like that. But in general, strikeouts are gonna are gonna look on average like this, the results. So typically, the mean and the median of strikeouts are are not gonna be that far off from each other. They're gonna be off from each other, but not that far off, because it's more normal. The more normally distributed the stat is, the closer the mean and the median are. There's no skew. Right in the in the in the baseball one, there the mean is positively skewed by the nature of of what hitting is. The median is negatively skewed. If you want, if you want to look at that's a better way of looking at it. the median is negatively skewed because there's a lot more zeros. Just put in your head how many zeros is on. Do we see a lot of zeros in this stat? Well, if you go, yeah, we see a lot of zeros in this stat. It's probably the median is negatively skewed, which means. The mean projection is going to look way higher than than what the real median is. Okay? So here's the strikeout. Strikeouts is easy. It's more normally distributed, right? Then we take a look at a stat like hits allowed. Okay? Now, hits allowed, all of these are going to be, are going to look like bell curves in some degree. It just depends on how bunched it's gonna i don't know the the correct mathematical term but how bunched in the middle it's gonna be so think of hits allowed okay how how often is is someone gives up zero hits an average starting pitcher remember we're just doing an average starting pitcher zero doesn't happen there i mean obviously no hitters (coughs) doesn't happen that often right one happens a little bit more than that two Happens a little bit more than that. Three. Once we can start getting to three, four, five, six, seven, they start jumping up higher and higher. Okay. So it may be that for zero, we get zero down here. One is a little bit higher than that. But two is, is much like logarithmically higher. Three, uh, one, zero, one, two, three is even higher than that. Four is way higher. Five is is really higher. Six, six maybe maybe the average maybe up over here, right? 
seven. You don't see because people start coming out of games, right? Seven, eight, <coughs> eight, nine, right? We don't see we didn't now we don't see that many of these. <coughs> so maybe we get a distribution that looks for hits allowed like this. Now Still, it's not like the hitters. It's still closer to a normal distribution, but it is not normally distribution. And JW says central tendency, by the way. Okay. Okay, now I, now I know the term. So because everything, because there's more stuff bunched in the center zone, right? We have zero, one, two, three, four. So this is the five. This is the six. This is the seven. This is the four. <coughs> okay. So the mean, we don't, this is that there's less hits above here, right? Which means the mean is probably going to be a little bit lower. So maybe the mean, so then the median is going to be lower. The mean is going to be fairly decently high. So we may get the, the mean here and the median there, or like something like that. Okay, but there's also, look how many outcomes are bunched in this zone. Like just up here. Like tons of outcomes. We start getting drastically lower. Hits allowed, eight, nine, ten. You're not going to see many of those. Just it's just like you're not going to see many zero, one, twos. <coughs> Stuff like that. Which means you have all of this bunched here. Now this is hits allowed. So this is a little bit... A little bit more normally distributed, a little less bunched, but we see the lines on prize picks for underdog five, five and a half, five and a half, five and a half, five, five and a half, six. Is there that dramatic? I'm trying to think, teach you conceptually. Is that, is that there, that dramatic? Look at the difference. All these lines are either five or six. And the means and the medians. Are like right within a half, half a half a hit amongst each other, and there's so many outcomes between five and six that, let's say, obviously on Prize Picks we need minus. Even if you go down to pick flex, right? And we do. Let me let me bring up the odds converter. Right, we do minus one twenty twos. Still need a 55, you still need the 55th percentile or 45th percentile, whatever. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You take a look here. The In order to get away enough from the median 55th percentile, you're not going that far. Right, as far as as uh, as projection is concerned, as as hits allowed is concerned, so it's quite possible that the difference, but it's like the difference between four five point two and five point three, as a mean hits allowed projection is not. I mean, there's just so many fives and sixes here that the difference between five point two and five point three is minimal. Especially when you figure out you have to be off by at least at least five percent, which means that hits allowed. In order to get past five percent in each direction, like five percent in each direction, because of how many outcomes there are bunched here, may may I mean if if let's say you have five and a half is right in the middle, right? You may need a median that's like six point two. Or 4.7 or something like that. In order to get away from the, in order, but until you get to the 55th percentile, until you get to the 45th percentile. Because there's so many, there's so many, there's so many results bunched in this zone. But if you're just gauging it by percentage, you just go how, like uh, on the EV analytics odds screen, it's just giving, it's just showing you implied versus bad X uh, percentage difference. And then giving you these, these signifiers based on just that number. But that number for strikeouts is much different than the number for hits allowed. Being 14% off on a strikeout mean to a median line is big. But being off by 14% mean against the median line for hits allowed isn't as big. It's it's still probably big enough that that you you could choose it. But then we get to something like pitches. And pitches like dude, you can't go by percentage on pitches at all. Okay? So we're going to go back to our sketch. Okay, let's let's do another one. Okay. Are you calling it central tendency by the way? Is is that is that the the, the official term? I call them bunched, bunched distributions, bunched. So now think of pitches as a stat, like think conceptually. We don't have to, well, where do I look up this information? Just think, use your head, use common, common sense, logic. Pitches, an average starting pitcher, pitches what? 90, 95 pitches on average. Yeah, sure. We get some that, oh, they're only going to go 75. Yeah, sure. There could be some that, you know, Lance Lynn could go 120. Yeah, sure, I get it. Average. 95 pitches, let's just call it. 95 pitches at average. Okay, so we'll put 95 right in the middle, which I can't even type. Right, 95 in the middle. Okay, this is the number of outcomes. Right, so we get zero here. We get 
130 here. Okay. How many zeros are? Obviously, there's none. He just walks to the mound and does nothing and just, uh, I'm injured on a, there's not even anyone on base. You're not going to see many zeros. How many fives are you going to see? Average starting pitchers. Not going to see, you bear, almost none. How many tens are you going to see? That a starting pitcher goes out and pitches 10 pitches. That's not the opener. I'm talking about like the, the official listed starting pitcher. You're not going to see tens. You're not going to, dude, you're not going to see much at all. Until, now you may see some, they get really killed in the first inning, 40 pitches. Obviously, there's injury. Oh, they broke they, 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 they broke something and whatever. They have to come out of the game. There's those. But it's very minimal. And once you start getting to like maybe 60 pitches, it starts coming up. Right? So you barely get anything here. But then you, you, you still it starts coming up, but not that dramatically. Right? You got 70, you got 80, right? Like 95 pitches like is like up over here. Okay. Where's 94 pitches? Like it's right next to it. Like there's not much difference. How many times does an average starting pitcher throw 94 pitches? It's not much different than 95, which is not much different than 96, which is not that a little bit. 97 is a little bit down. 93 is a little bit down. 92 is a little bit down, but not much. You get like all these results are just like up here, up here, up here. I mean, you just get like all in between like, 85 and 105 and 100 or whatever, just all bunched. You get all these outcomes, all these outcomes, all these outcomes, right? So you take a look around the 95 pitch zone, plus or minus like seven pitches. Like all those outcomes are about the same as each other, right? As many, there's as many 95s as there are 94s. As there are 96s, as there are 93s, as there are 98s. It's just, it's all bunched there. And then once you start getting down to like 87, then it starts, then it starts coming down. Then it starts coming down dramatically, right? 78, it starts coming down really dramatically, really dramatically. And the same thing on the other side, right? Like, yeah, maybe up here, 100, 101, 102, 103. Right, it starts cutting down, it starts coming down, it starts falling off a cliff practically. Once you get to like 110 or something. So let's plot this out. Let's like kind of symbolically plot this out. It's gonna it's gonna look like a penis. Yes. Before anyone in the chat says it, right? You get the penis distribution. Is that what we're gonna call it? Other than central tendency? So now we take a look at let's say, let's say the median or mean 95, right? So right over here, right at the tip of the penis, 95. In order to get for prize picks, right, which we need at at worst, 55, 45, 55, right? 5% off. That's if we're doing a five-pick flex. Minus 137 is closer to 58 percentile. 58th percentile, 42nd percentile. So just think conceptually. 
There are as many 95s, practically as many as 95s as 94s, as 93s, as 92s, as 91s, as 90s, right? So in order to get 5% off it, I mean, dude, you're going to have to go down. You have to go down to the side, the side of the penis, right? You may have to go to like 102, maybe even further than that. One, let's just say 105. May have to go to 85. Before you get far enough in percentile that it's worth it, that it's off enough on, on a site like Price Picks, right? Take a look at pitches. They got pitches up here, right? I never I never use them. Pitches throw. There you go. They changed it. Used to be called pitches. Right? So you take a look at this. It's like Justin Steele, 92 and a half. There's as many, there's as many 87s, 88s, 89s, 90s, 91s, 92s, 93s, 94s, 95s, 96, 90s. There's there's so many of those. Now, if you were getting even money or something like that, then you then you don't you don't need to, you just have to be if you get a one percent edge, you're fine. Right? If you if you were able to go to a sports book and and get plus one hundred on each side. And 92 and a half was, was the line. And you had the pitches at, well, I, I have his, I have his uh, median pitches at 93.8. And you said, I'm going to, I'm going to bet the over Like then do it. Cause you're getting plus 100. Perfectly fine. Problem is on price picks, you're getting minus 122 at best. Which means you can't just go by percentage. You look on the EV analytics screen, you go Patrick Sandoval, Right. Bat projection, 88.4 pitches. On price picks, it's 95 and a half. That may not even be enough. It shows as one, two, three. It shows as four, five stars. Because it's a 7% difference. You go, well, 7%, that's, you know, that's better than 5%. So true. Yeah, but the difference between 95, 94, 93, it doesn't... There's so many of those outcomes that can you can can you pick the under on this? Yeah, I mean you can. Right? The over on, on Alex Cobb. That has him at 101. The projection of prize picks is 93. 93 and a half. It's only a 3% difference. Like the, there's just too there's too many outcomes. Even if you just get it. Like if you're in this 90 range, if if it's not off by like more than like 10, it's more and less likely going to be in this in this in the in the head of the penis. If you want to, going to use that as the this is, hey, this is the way that you learn, right? So I explain this to people, they over their head. I try to make I try to make these concepts as not we don't have to build formulas, we don't have to learn new terms, right? Slides. If you like, uh, if you if you if you learn this and you go, oh, now I get it. I'm using my common sense of looking at the stat. How does the stat get distributed? Just by common, just by doing this as common. How many zeros are there? How many tens are there? How many twenties are there? Doing like that, and then seeing, and you go, oh, if it looks like a penis, now I know what it means. It's one of those penis distributions, which means that for sites like Underdog and Prize Picks. Like minus 122 is almost never going to be good. 
unless the number is totally off. Especially dealing with the variance. I'm like, the, a lot of times the difference between pitching 92 pitches and 97 pitches is like the point in the inning that they were. And that's it. Right? It's like, oh, the, the inning before, you know, he got up to 80 pitches. Right. And then he comes out and he and he and he pitches, you know, 12 more pitches, and there's two more out. There's there's two outs, and the and the manager doesn't want to replace him until the inning is over. So he gets an extra five pitches for the next batter. And that could be it. But in the inning beforehand, maybe he pitched 85 pitches. And now he's up to 92, but there's only one out. So the manager knows that. There's still two more outs left to go in this inning. I'm going to take out. I'm going to take I'm going to put in the reliever now. Like that, that amount of variance of just when the innings, the number of pitches corresponding to the ends of innings. That's where a lot, where do you think a lot of the variance and why do you think it's all bunched up here? So you can't just go by a straight percentage. You can't figure things out like that. I look at, I look at these pitching ones. I, I never, I never, Unless it, it has to be significantly off. And typically, if if prize picks and underdog have something significantly off from a pitch count standpoint, typically all the other stats are wrong also or off. So now, now you're compounding because they're correlated. I mean, if you if you go, if you look and you go, let's say for whatever reason, I'm just making it up. Say you have you have a projection for uh Sandy Alcantara's strikeouts at four. Okay, four, let's just say. And you go, wow, he's at six. I'm going to go under. And then you go, oh, uh, I also have uh, Sandy Alcantara's pitching outs as, as 13 and a half. Oh, I'm, I'm going to make that. I'm Obviously, can't make it in the same card. But you're going to be taking that also. You're going to go, Sandy Alcantara doesn't even have a hits allowed up here. What, what does Alcantara have? Right, fantasy score way low. Oh, his fantasy score projection is is twenty one. Yeah, I'm gonna kill that. Oh, pitch, pitch. His pitch is thrown seventy eight. Right, seventy seven. Do you realize that the projections that you're looking at, because they're only projecting him for seventy seven pitches, is the reason why the pitching outs and the strikeouts are low also in the projection. So if you're like, I'm going to hammer all of them, like the, all these are going to be correlated with each other. If you're off on the number of pitches thrown, you're going to be off on all these other ones also. So that's why I always look. I always look, even when using the bat projections. How significantly off are the bat projections predicted pitch count from its base pitch count? And the more that it's off, the more cautious I am. I'm not saying that the bat is wrong. I'm just saying the more cautious I am. If it's too high, I'm going to be betting overs on strikeouts. If it's too low, I'm going to be betting unders. Now, if it turns out that the pitch count and the base count are close enough to each other and close enough even to the market, then the, the stat categories that I can, that I'm more much more confident with that. But being aware of the distribution of how the stat on average is recorded 
is paramount to when you when you're betting on props. And then knowing the different the difference between the mean and the median. So any 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 sport you could go to, you could just think common sense conceptually. So it at least gives you it, it gives you like a, like a green light and a red light. A light bulb goes off, or you know a little devil says, uh, "Be be careful." The NFL is the same way. NFL, you're going to end up a lot of the times betting overs too much on on receiving yards. Often. So sometimes they're off enough. But you're going to see. Off, yeah, because they're, uh, Justin Jefferson will put up 170, 180 yard games. But he doesn't put up that many 20 yard games. So the median... The median is going to be much higher, but I mean the mean the mean is going to be much higher than the median because of that. Some stats don't work as much that way. Rushing rushing guards will be a little bit less than that. JW says when Blender HD joins the DFS tennis streets, it's going to be a great day. No, not, not yet. Sorry. I don't know how prize picks and underdog and the, how and tennis tennis props are. I mean, I'm only I'm on seven weeks away until I could actually bet on 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 actual games and totals and stuff like that. I don't, or at least props where I don't have to pick five of them. Right? I want to get to the point where it's like, oh, September 28th comes around, and oh, if I want to take you know Gavin Williams under five and a half hits allowed. Like, I don't have to find another. I don't have to find two more. I don't have to find four more on prize picks or two more on underdog for it to be worthwhile. Or I could just go and go, okay, what, what is five and a half hits allowed? Oh, minus, minus 110, I'm giving it to me. Minus 120, maybe. You could price it out that way. That That's what I'm waiting for. Okay. Tomorrow's Grinders Live. Okay, so I'm not I'm I'm gonna be here, but it's not gonna be the pregame show. So you'll see you'll see you'll see the thumbnail with Dean and me, and we'll have crunch time after that. That'll be that'll be that'll be tomorrow for the the MLB, the early MLB slate. The grinders live. Subscribe to the channel if you're if you're new here. Hit the thumbs up button, hit the thummy thumbs on your way out the door. If you have any questions about this or anything, DFS related, pickup related, betting related, anything. Bankroll management, contest selection, anything you want. Email them to me, questions at theoryofdfs.com. And we cover them on the show. And especially on the days where not much is going on and not much is going on in August. So send them in, questions at theoryofdfs.com. Obviously, you can pick up. If you want stuff like this, distributions and all these concepts and stuff, I talk about it in the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports. So feel free to go and pick up the 15-hour audio DFS masterclass, as well as the advanced player's guide with the custom Excel tools. Both can be found. Both can be found. Theoryofdfs.com. Remember, Grinders Live tomorrow, then I'll be back Thursday answering your DFS strategy questions like I always do. Monday through Friday, 11 o'clock Eastern, on the DFS pregame show on rotogrinders.com.